Welcome to Buy the House, Build the Home. We talk all things real estate while diving into our life experience to help you cultivate the house and home you desire. Okay, we're back. And today we have Alexa with Converse Insurance with us. Um, Alexa, I'm going to let you tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm Alexa Hawthorne, born and raised in Texas. I got Ooh, into insurance. I know. Native. Wild. Man, everybody listening is going to just love it. Every <laughs> native here is going to be bonded immediately. Wait, are you a Cowboys fan? Oh, no. Answer carefully. <laughs> you know what? We won't go when there. When they win. When they win. What? I can get on board with that. Yeah. Okay. Fairweather? Yeah. Yeah. It's painful. No, I used to be a big Miles Austin. I had the jersey. Oh, it was like... But I don't. I think he's long gone now. <laughs> She's <laughs> lost track. As they yeah. do. Smile. As they do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, How long have you been in insurance? So about five years. Came straight out of college. Um, really had it kind of as a back pocket option, thinking I was not going to be in insurance. But God had different plans. So hopped on board, uh, hit the ground running, and been in it since. Since then, I have now become COO at Converse. Ooh. What is COO? Crazy. Chief Operating Officer. Okay. Kind of taking that so many different directions. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, So still selling, still managing my current book of business and serving my current clients while also wearing a few more hats. A few more hats. I'm excited. Yeah. Amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. And I just want to say you saved me personally $3,000 a year on my homeowner's insurance. I reached out to Alexa. I didn't know what I didn't know. I was with a big insurance company that I had, wasn't really checking even what, what coverage I had or anything. And you were like, Hey, send over your info. Let me take a look at it and see if I can help you out. And I mean, $3,000 is significant. That's a significant amount of money. It's like $250 a month. I mean, That's yeah. That's my whole spending budget. Look, right? <laughs> like, let's go. You can do a lot All because of grand. Alexa. You can, you do can a lot go like grand. all out at H-E-B now. Oh. <laughs> H-E-B. H-E-B. We don't even, yes. I it mean, is, yeah. it is grand. Central Market, I think, is the like luxury brand of H-E-B and I just can get lost. That's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's the same stuff. It's just Especially in so the bin easy. section. All the Yeah. And then Shelby, didn't you have a similar? Yeah, I have lots of great stories with Alexa, actually, because I've called her many times with some of our plumbing issues. But to begin with, uh, when we were getting in our new house, we had to crunch numbers. They had to be perfect. Um, We were really stretching to get into this house. And Betty introduced me. I called her. I felt like she was my best friend. And she was in the race with me. And within a few hours, we had the exact numbers that we needed. And so that was just such a blessing. And I was so excited. I didn't even know someone out there like you existed yeah. that could help me. Cause I was like, well, yeah. I don't know. Uh, and then I sent you to my mom a couple months ago and you saved her like, I think two grand and God bless. My mom is 74, doesn't know what she doesn't know. <laughs> and so she's like, Oh yeah, that's great. And I'm like, okay. but amazing. it's just your presence in our life has been a blessing. So we're here to help others see the value of you and people that are in your industry and what they're doing to help us with home and auto because it is expensive. It's Mm -hmm. expensive. There's a lot to know. Well, and the whole process is so much 
that a lot of times insurance can easily be put on the back burner as just like another checkbox. And it's like, it really makes or break you buying, being able to buy a house. It makes or breaks when a catastrophic event happens and then who you have educating you to know what you're paying for, to know what's covered. It's really important. I mean, especially now more than ever, I would say. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think it's so important. It's interesting with my clients. Um, by the way, all my clients love you. <laughs> They're just like, Alexa's the best. She's so fun. And um, you're so kind and you're very, very responsive. Um, but it is a huge, it's a huge part of the purchase. Your insurance taxes, you know, principal and interest is part of your monthly payment. And so a lot of times a lender will qualify you and they're just guessing on an insurance amount. They're like, oh, we're going to put this ballpark amount for insurance. And then you can come in and actually make a significant difference in that monthly payment, which like you said, can make or break someone. Yeah. Especially and nothing on lenders, but they don't have a way to know the price points and to gauge that. And then with all the changes that have been happening in the insurance industry, five, six years ago might've not been as big of a deal. Like that guesstimate was fine. Right Now a guesstimate, that is- It's not fine. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not not fine fine anymore. It's not what it really is. Yeah, (laughs) it is not. So um, very important to be proactive as a home buyer. And luckily if they're working with you guys as real estate agents, I mean- you guys have their ducks in a row. So we try, we do our best. We try. Absolutely. Well, we have a couple questions for you that we want to kind of dive in. I I know that you get asked a lot of questions with clients coming to you with different kind of, you know, Hey, you know, just the normal questions that people ask you, but we've got a couple that we wanted to dive in and get really specific for helpful, helping other people. So, yeah. And this is in no specific order. Just great questions that we all have. So first is, why is my rate going up with no claims? I felt this pain. (laughs) I felt this pain this year. As did I. So just so everyone's clear, an insurance agent does not get special privileges or any discounts. (laughs) Um, My auto went up a grand. My homeowners went up $2,500 from what it was previous year. So that is... 35 extra hundred dollars out of my pocket. I could not find myself something cheaper. So, um, so fun fact, insurance carriers are all backed by what is called reinsurance. This is something that they buy into. It helps with their profitability margins really. So they don't go bankrupt. Um, when COVID hit, I hate that we're still talking about COVID, but Mm. when COVID hit, um, you had labor, uh, cost of labor go up and then supply chain shortage issues. Shortage in supplies causes the price to increase. Um, so that alone is going, I mean, if you look at how much a roof cost or whatever pre COVID, it's about half the price of what it is now. So that alone has doubled. Then you have your natural disasters that insurance companies are paying out on. So wildfires in California, we had our Texas ice storms, mm. hurricanes. I know. <laughs> and, and these are new. Like Texas, we were didn't all traumatized. Have these types of storms no, it was horrible. until more recently. 2021, the Even Snowmageddon, I was. Yeah. This past yeah. week, though, I feel like everybody was prepping. Like we have the PTSD. end was. Oh, my water is still <laughs> dripping. Like, ridiculous. <laughs> my water is still uh, yeah. dripping. <laughs> 71 outside. I know, but I'm just a little nervous. <laughs> Understandable. Because sure. my hot water heater, for last year and oh it was bad I'm sorry um 
Yeah, so my, I had to sit downstairs with it with the heater while my husband got to go live with my parents for the week. Mm. Oh, right. I had <laughs> a pipe. You should have you should have prepped. So I yeah. had to go sit down there with it in the heater and like check on it. And I was oh, like, this dear. does not add up. <laughs> I, I had a pipe burst in, in my property. It flooded. I had to, it was the whole thing. You had it the was, best neighbors. Though. Oh, my neighbors were fantastic. So was, you have things like that. Yeah. You then have most recent um is the fire in hawaii which is just mm. awful but you know so does that affect nationally mm-hmm. then even though it's just happening in oh, right yeah. Interesting. because your carrier Our national. is typically nationwide right so either carriers are pulling out of states they're sus- suspending business in new states mm. um but they're they're overall overhead for claims is just outrageous so Reinsurance increased their rates a couple years ago. Carriers chose, and they increased their rates on the carriers. Carriers tried to not increase their rates on consumers like you and I. Okay. But they got to a point where obviously they didn't have a choice. So we've seen these drastic jumps over the past, I would say, 10 months or so. Probably since last March, March of 23. Um, But we are starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So Does that mean... They potentially go back down, or we ha- have we hit like a new baseline? More of a new baseline. Okay. Stabilized market, right? Okay. So this hasn't happened since the mold crisis in the 90s. So the chances of something this extreme happening again is going to ideally be a long time. And it's not as bad as it was in the 90s, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of the reason of why rates are going up, whether you have a perfect record or you do have claims you have claims, it's worse, but the average increase in Texas right now is 55% on renewals. Yeah. And I know you said a lot of that was national, but is there anything specific to Texas that's driving it in Texas? Wind and hail. Wind and hail. We got plenty of that. Yeah. No, and that's interesting too because, you know, there's always windstorms and hailstorms in Texas. And so as a real estate agent, I'm always telling people, we're not too worried about your roof because typically... A roof claim gets filed and seller, like let's say you're going to purchase a home, the roof is shot, it's not insurable, the seller will typically file a claim, put on a new roof, and it used to be a lot more simple of a process Mm -hmm. where it was like, oh yeah, no problem, we'll get a new roof put on for you, and now what I'm seeing is a lot of insurance companies denying those claims, and it's creating a big problem on the purchase end for real estate, because it's like, we need this new roof, but... They're not, they're not going to, who's going to pay for that? And, and I think just time frames, yeah. how slow they're moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, pretty much every carrier is going to a minimum 2% wind and hail deductible compared to a 1%. And that percent what's is the, of your, the so the, that percent comes from your dwelling coverage. So if you have a house that is covered at $500,000 to rebuild, your 1% deductible is five grand. If it's at 2%, you're $10,000 out of pocket. Okay. Got you. So most are going to that 2% option. There's also a handful of carriers that um, once the roof becomes five years old, they put it at actual cash value, meaning you pay your deductible and then insurance is only going to pay a portion of the Ooh. replacement and you have to come up with the rest. So you as the buyer or the homeowner ends up paying majority. Mm-hmm. Um, like that. Yeah. No, and so Marty everyone's like, but I insurance. have 30 year shingles and this yeah. and that. And I'm like, eh. they don't last 30 years in Texas. Yeah. Not with our hail. No. That's in the showroom. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. So yeah. My gosh. It's crazy. Um, I mean, 
it's wild to think about, you know, the responsibilities you gain as a homeowner, but obviously it's very well worth it, you know? Yeah, the reward so. is 100%. Oh, 100% yeah. 100% worth it. Especially for me and why I'm so excited about conversations like this is if you understand this going in so that you can make healthy purchasing choices mm-hmm. in the beginning. Obviously, nothing in life is um, always permanent or you can't know every risk that's right. coming your way. But I think if you use wisdom in the midst of a big purchase, like buying a home and stewarding a home, having this information is so helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. And just going in eyes wide open with like this, mm-hmm. these could be potential issues down the road. It doesn't need to be something to scare you away from, from buying a house, but it's right. just, it, it's so much different going in eyes wide open than going in with like, Oh, we had no idea. And then we get hit with this $10,000, yeah. you know, problem. which is a huge thing. I mean, me earning business is obviously nice, but my biggest thing is that you're educated. And so if you don't like the price or you choose to take a more risky option, that's okay. Like, but I'm going to do my due diligence and making sure that you understand that risk that you're taking. And I mean, I still have, I have people that call me all the time for questions and that's fine. Like I love educating and helping them because they can make the best financial decision for their unit. I think I've texted and called you about 10 times since he's gone. You got me on um, the voice texting. I oh, never yes. used to do that. It started, and now, it started with this one. She was created for voice I texting. I tell people, I'm like, voice voice memos and voice texting, like, it changes your entire life. I drive all the time. It is so much safer. People can hear my voice. They can hear the way I'm asking the question. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I even have, a, <laughs> have an inspector that I was going to meet up with, and he's like, I've never done a voice text before. You're the first one. I was like, listen, it's a little, your life's about to be changed. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm here too. for many reasons, and, and now one of them is that. transcribes it for you, too. Oh, I know. So you can read it. Well, though. Yeah. Sometimes oh. I read it, and I'm like, huh? And then I listen to the message, it, it, it makes tries. a lot of sense. But I'm like, yeah. if I can't hear it right now, at least I can get a gist of what's being yeah. asked. And then, yeah. is this urgent? Is yeah. this not urgent? Right? Right. Are you okay? <laughs> oh my gosh. Absolutely. Well, amazing. I think let's take a look at the next question. I want to know when do we actually file a claim? When is it a benefit? When is it a detriment? Oh, this is actually such a good question for me personally because <laughs> literally last night, problem. <laughs> last night I got rear-ended on I-35. I'm fine. Um, it was not that bad at all, but I mean, I have a little mm-hmm. spot on my car. I got her insurance information. It was actually terrifying because all these cars were zooming by oh, no. and her door was open and I was like, oh my gosh, we're like, we're just going to be it. Her door's going to go because people are just flying by. And I was like, okay, we're definitely not going to call the police because it's drivable. We're fine. But do I file a claim on that? It's, it's pretty minimal, but. So my first question is how bad is it? Is it a scuff? Is your bumper torn off? Yeah, we're going to have to look a little deeper, but I think there was definitely, I think some of it I can just rub off, but there is probably some damage on the bumper. So claims are tricky, right? Because you buy insurance to protect you from incidents, incidents, incidents like this, um, (laughs) where these things happen. And, but really insurance is there for the catastrophic moments. Yeah. So Also, insurance has changed so much in the past five years that something like that, go get it checked out first. First, call me. So my rule of thumb is you call me, 
you take it somewhere to get an estimate. Get an estimate, yeah. We can talk about, obviously, your house is on fire. Yeah, we're, we're going to call. But if you just set off the smoke alarm, don't call me. Like, you know, just, you, what, you know what I mean? Boundaries. Yes. Um, and it can be hard, especially as a, you know, if you're a driver or a homeowner, like what does that look like to navigate? So in your case, I would say, uh, like if you think you can wipe off part of it, go take it somewhere, see if they can buff it, get an estimate. If the price is going to be around the same amount as your deductible, do not file. Okay. Yeah. Cause what's the effect? So if like, let's say your deductible is 500 bucks, this costs her a thousand, you will immediately see that extra 500 they sent you right back on your bill fall, right, following renew, the renewal. Right. So uh, with the way renewals have been and the rate increases, and then you have any, any type of claim for auto specific, it does not matter if you're at fault. It, I mean, it could be mm, at fault. It could be. Okay. That is it. I didn't, I didn't know, know that. that. Yeah. So <laughs> it can affect your insurance rates. Now, a deer hitting you may not affect you, like oh. if you hit someone, but did anybody watch Gilmore Girls growing up? Because that's what Gilmore Girls. Did Bambi? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did see Bambi as well, but no, in Gilmore Girls, she gets hit oh, by yeah, a deer. Yeah, I remember, literally. I remember that. Sorry, that's yeah. what I'm continue. Um, so I, I. I lost my train of thought because now I'm stuck on Gilmore. You were saying if if you're if a deer hits your oh, car. Oh, if a deer hits you, like it does not matter. Not yeah, okay. it does not matter what if you call into the claims department and don't file a claim, you still filed a claim. It'll just show that a payout is zero. And that will also that will affect, affect your you, rates. So don't call. Don't you call call your agent directly. Mm-hmm. Don't have your agent transfer you to the claims department. Walk through it with your agent. Have them educate you on what steps you should take moving forward. Which is why you need a good agent and not just someone that's going to pass the buck and be like, you know what, I don't have time to deal with you. Call call the claims insurance or the claims department. And when you're dealing with large companies or even not a broker where it's just a servicing Mm -hmm. center, they're just going to do whatever their SOP is. They're not going to actually... It's very transactional versus taking it on a case-by-case basis. I just personally, I have called her because we've had, and this will be in future podcasts for sure, (laughs) but plumbing issues in both of our houses. Um, I've also hit somebody with my car this past year. (laughs) I've called her so many times to be like, okay, what do you, what is your professional opinion in this moment with what's coming, you know, through in our lives? Um, and it's been so helpful. I feel like even though I've had to make a couple of claims, there's a couple of times where we chose not to make the claim, pay out of pocket, figure it out. And I think that helped even this year when we renewed, it wasn't quite as severe. Yes. And two, I mean, that's, it's not, we're not saying don't file a claim. Like if you need it, you need it. Right. But know what, you want to make the, the most informed decision for what's financially going to have the most yes. impact on you. Yes, and know what could come up, know what could happen, and don't get claim happy and just call for random things. Because at this point, too, especially on the homeowner's insurance, like carriers won't take you. Like I actually spoke to someone a couple days ago. She had two legitimate claims, like she a freezing and a roof replacement. She also had two random claims that didn't pay out on anything. One, I don't know what it was. It said uh, mysterious disappearance. What? I was like, okay. Of what? Yeah. I'm like, oh, interesting. And then. That's, <laughs> that's a bit terrifying. Yeah. And then <laughs> she had someone else come out to like look at something and called on it. So 
on claims history, that's four claims within five years. Like first one was in 2019. So 2019, 2021, 2021, 2022. So four claims in five years, there's only one option for her. Like the other carriers won't take it. So then you're just And her current carrier is non-renewing her, which is why I got in contact with her. But yeah, so they're taking, um, really big leaps and they are really cracking down on their guidelines and who they want as a client. So your claims history, your insurance history is kind of like your, uh, your resume for How the type of client you are. How long does a claim affect you? Seven years. Oh my God. Yeah. Reminds me of taxes too, right? Yeah. Don't you have to keep those seven years, years something like that? Even What's if they're like, oh, the seven I, years I don't Isn't know. Isn't that bankruptcy too, right? I don't want to know crazy. that. That's crazy. Okay. <laughs> Wild. And that, mm. like, at what level even does if it things they're you? like, oh, it, it's not on my record anymore. Yeah. It's on a record. It's there. Um, I mean, it can, depending on what it is, it can affect you pretty drastically. So at-fault accidents, like I said, are going to be one of the worst. Same with a DWI, DUI. Um, towing. Like, a lot of times you can get roadside assistance on your policy. I always recommend get the AAA roadside assistance package. It's not affiliated with your insurance, same price. And now you don't have 10 towing claims on your, on your insurance. I would have never even thought as a towing claim would make a huge difference. But, But. and I wouldn't say it's like astronomical or anything, but it's still on there. Yeah. And carriers can decline coverage for you because it's listed as a claim. So it's wild. I mean, it's crazy. Oh my goodness. Also like house claims, like especially like a lot of people moving from California where they were in a wildfire zone and they've had like claims due to the effects of a wildfire and it's really hard for them to get insurance here. They're like, well, that, that wasn't my fault. And I'm like, I get that. I'm just the messenger, but an insurance carrier looks at you as being riskier because you chose to live in a risky area. (sighs) Is the life with, choices? Yeah, the same apply to flood insurance. Like you, because oh. I know, I know if you're in a flood zone, but you have to pay a whole separate. It is for completely flood separate. Okay, but it's not seen the same way. as I wouldn't flood. say it's okay. as bad. Yeah, no. Okay, okay. Because I've had a few clients looking at homes, and I and I can see on the map. I'm like, it looks like you're in a flood zone. And then you do have to pay additional. Well, and flood Beige zones flags. here are very different <laughs> from a flood zone in like Louisiana or like oh, on the coast right. for sure. So location so. makes a difference state yeah. by yeah. state. Yeah. Flood zones. That makes okay. sense. Interesting. Yeah. I would love to know what affects coverage, like as a homeowner, as an auto owner, how can I best steward what's in front of me to keep costs as low as possible? Um, cause I'm assuming that's house size, location, age, all that. So I would love for you to go into that. It's a list. Um, it's a whole algorithm. It's that, a lengthy list. <laughs> yeah. I wish. Maybe like top five or yeah. something. Uh, I wish I had control over some of those things. Um, credit, obviously insurance, history, location, all based by zip code. Um, claims on that, on your previous, so for homeowners specifically, previous claims and claims on the current house that you're buying. So a lot of times people be like, oh, can I see the loss runs or is there claim losses mm. on this house that my buyer is looking at? Yes or Interesting. no. Sometimes there's things that were filed that weren't and not nothing on the seller. Seller could have easily forgotten, but it's not in the seller's disclosure. And I'm like, hey, 
they had a water loss for 20 grand two years ago. And they go and talk about it and Makes get figured out. Makes a lot of out. sense. It moves with the house almost yes. when the insurance agency is looking at it. So, yeah. So the insurance okay. history follows the person. Insurance history of the house they're buying also follows because if that's a risky structure, right. um, type of vehicles range based on statistics of driving patterns, um, cl- uh, accidents for them. Same with the type of driver hate it but boys will always be more expensive than girls you're rated as a youthful driver until you're 25 so i feel like females i'm kind of throwing us under the (laughs) oh we are definitely (laughs) under the bus but i feel like we're worse yeah i hit a few curves (laughs) i take up two parking (laughs) spots i've been over a median (laughs) (laughs) just to be safe i know i'm like i can parallel park and then i'm like well yeah i don't even think i'm I don't know what I'm on. But I'm on a statistically here. speaking, that's just what it okay. is. And okay. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, and then credit. Credit credit is ran, but it does not affect your credit score. A lot of people are afraid that'll affect their loan when they're purchasing a house. It doesn't. But they do check that just to see what your financial it's responsibility looks like. Okay. Um, I mean, there's a, a list. whole list. That's yeah, but list. I think those are... Those are the main things main to be on things, the look, look Really good for. to know. Yeah. And things that they can look for mm-hmm. and improve. Yeah. Honestly. Even when shopping for a house, they have that education. And obviously as realtors, we would have that education as well to yeah. look into that. Another so that thing they can make too, a uh, it's called LexisNexis. And that is, it's basically a report of your whole life that is seen on there, whether that's collections claims that's what all the carriers use to uh generate their reports that are ran um to get that history but you can go in there you can get your own report and i mean there's been people i should do it myself honestly i'm a little curious what they have on me but (laughs) (laughs) you can get it and you can dispute things that you know were either log wrong like if someone hit a deer for example, and they put it as an at-fault accident when really that's a comprehensive claim. So that'll, it's still a claim, but it'll definitely help your rates. Oh, interesting. That's great. And what was it called? LexisNexis. And you could just go online and look it up? Or is it? I've gone to the website and the link to dispute and get the paperwork. Okay. That's as far as I've gone. Okay. But yeah, LexisNexis. it shouldn't be that hard, I wouldn't think. Okay, so I want to circle back to something you said earlier. You mentioned the light at the end of the tunnel. I know we were throwing out like insurance went up fifty five percent, you know, yeah. in a year, and kind of like we need some hope. <laughs> oh, I have it. I have that too. Good. I'm a positive poly, so I'm like, let's you know, let's yeah. focus on is is there anything positive happening in the insurance world? Lots. There, there's lots. Okay, tell us a little bit about that. So obviously, like you, I feel like you have to understand what's going on to understand why we're in the space that we are. Right. But good news, yes, light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I mean, back in the summer, we were thinking we're probably really, like we were really in the thick of it early and mid-2023. Now things are starting to level out. Things are starting to stabilize, as I said. But with that, um, for carriers, that means you're not going to see as rigorous of rates. Um, For example, DFW-specific, the average homeowner's insurance policy is $3,500. And that was for a new homeowner. Like, that's just how it was. Yeah. Lots over that. So that's huge. Um, now we're starting to see that just a little bit less. Um, also, carriers are 
some who had suspended business are now coming back into the market. Texas as a whole, also different areas. Um, some carriers who lost their profitability ratings with reinsurance, meaning they were going under, they've now gained that back and they're awesome. back in the market. Um, so yeah, it's light at the end of the tunnel. I would still say probably another six to 12 months um, before we really feel it. And for some someone like myself, my policies don't renew until next November. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to see any type of um, relief relief, right, yeah, right. until, then. until then. So, yeah. and even then I think it's going to be a lot more of just being stabilized. Yeah. Um, now we've, everyone's kind of back in the green. They, they're stabilized. They're in a good financial position. We're not going to see prices as cheap as they were five years ago, but at least you're not, you don't have to expect, oh, my insurance is going to double every year. Right. Right. I would it was love correct to not yeah. expect yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Another thing too, you know, a lot of people, I mean, honestly, even myself, I'm like insurance companies make so much money on all these policies. They make about eight cents on the dollar. So when you're looking at it, yeah. And, and that's good. They actually yeah. have small margins from what Very. I learned. Yeah. So when you're looking back, you know, insurance carriers were only making maybe three cents on the dollar or a negative over the past few years, which is why we've oh. seen such drastic changes. Yeah. Um, but now they're, yeah, now they're in the green and everything's leveling out. Everything is stabilizing. So it's a lot to look forward to and just a sense of relief and breath yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it comes to your finances over these next few years, hopefully. So That's awesome. I would love that. Yeah. I would love to take we would a all breath. Love that. It's yeah. been rough. <laughs> we had a global pandemic, you know. Yeah. You know, some, just, just 2020. Right now, it's like, here oh we are. Gosh. Like, but, I'm on eggshells. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, Alexa, we are so glad you were here with us today. Yes. Sadly, yeah. due to time, we have to wrap. But I know... I learned things today. Yeah, I did too. This was so informative. Thank you so much. You're a wealth of knowledge. You're such a good communicator. Well, How can you. people get in contact with you? Call What's me, beat me. Um, <laughs> beat me on my pager? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, no, you'll have it in the description, right? But my email or my phone number, I mean, you can call or text me there at any time. Hey, Alexa. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you can just shout it out. See yeah, if there's yeah, no response. Yeah. Yell it into the um, universe. But those are the best ways. I personally, I don't have a business account, but like Facebook, it's Alexa Beatty Hawthorne need to change my last name. Still haven't done that. Um, or <laughs> on this time. It mm -hmm. does. Um, the things guys will never have to do. Right? I don't even want to get like, and then we move another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was like, you don't understand. I'd have to change my license for my name. Then because we moved. Social. Like, so it's much a lot. Things. It's so much. So it expires in a couple of years. I'll do it then. <laughs> well, people can reach Sounds out to you in those ways. Yes. Though. Yeah. Email, call me, Facebook me. Instagram, it's Alexa, Alexa Hawthorne. Are you a little TikToker so, yet? Or you haven't jumped on that train? You know, I really wanted... I feel like you could I thought be I'd like be a famous TikTok on Vine. Oh, it no, didn't you, work. Vine. On Vine? <laughs> then I tried TikTok. Remember Vine? I'm not remember famous MySpace? there either. I'm yes. going down a rabbit trail. This is bad. <laughs> I do not have a MySpace, unfortunately. Does anyone? Is that... Is, is I don't know. My husband looked it up Didn't Tom day. die? That Tom guy, didn't he die? Did he not die? I don't know. You can still log in. I don't even know who Tom is. still log in. He has like... Who's his best friend? Who's his top eight? Yeah. The top eight, I don't know, but oh my 
<laughs> yeah, he like tried to get in the other day. Wow. It's like, oh my gosh. Oh so my goodness. Well, yes. thank you well, so much. Thank you guys. We so appreciate you. Yes. You're incredible. very grateful for to be here and to hang out with y'all, but also just for all the wisdom you guys provide too. So more than you know, outside of the industry, you guys are great people. So oh, you're the yeah. best. Thank you're you. the best. Awesome. Well, that's a wrap. I'm gonna go look at my car and make sure. <laughs> and make we sure don't have any big dents in there, you know. <laughs>